Welcome everybody to the Path Followed Podcast, where we talk about business tips, insights, and skills to help you grow. Now, today today's topic is going to be on initiative. And what I want you guys to think, do is think about uh, what you're currently trying to achieve. And so when we're talking about, you know, it could be success, we could be talking about growth, any sort of professional or even maybe personal goals, there's, there's always some sort of accomplishment that is, is that's, that's what you're trying to do, that's what you're trying to achieve, right? But there's this moment in time or this, this beginning or this starting point where you have to act. And so today, Maria and I are going to be talking about what, what is involved in all of this um, moment in time and this starting point and this beginning, you know, this most important topic of initiative. Hi, everyone. Yeah, hopefully we can break it down. So initiative, what, you know, what exactly is the initiative, right? Or, or what is initiative, I should say better. It's, it's the power or opportunity to act. That's the definition I like. And, you know, we have, you know, we put out these little videos and social media. And one of the things I always talk about is if, if there's one skill set that can change your future, it is initiative. People can learn initiative. So uh, basically what you're saying is initiative is the first step to growth and it's an action. It, exactly. And, and a lot of people, you know, will struggle to take the initiative and what we can talk about, you know, why, because in today's podcast, like what I'm hoping that we can do is, is I'm hoping we can unravel this, this, this topic and talk about, well, what, what exactly is initiative? When should we take initiative, right? Because there are times where maybe we shouldn't, or maybe some negative sides to initiative that we could talk about. And then how to take the initiative, which sounds a little crazy, I think, for some of you out there. If you're naturally, if you're naturally somebody who takes initiative, you might be saying, "Wait, what?" Uh, but for a lot of people out there, you know, taking the initiative is 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 not something that's easy. There's a there's a lot of um, there's a lot of mental uh, deliberation, maybe is the right way to say it, that can take place when right. trying to take the initiative. So. Topic for today, uh, initiative. And so let, let's get right at it. Uh, Maria, you had a definition of initiative? Yeah, for me, it's getting things done, not waiting for someone to tell you what to do and just doing it for the better of the company or the team or what have you. So that's a, that's a very practical definition, I think, of, of initiative, right? Just getting things done. And so when we talk about you know what? What is initiative? You know, here at Path Follow, we like to say that's that's a that's a principle, right? Right? You know, to take action, because again, you you, you can't grow, you can't find success. There there there's no accomplishment. You know, you can have goals, but there may be no accomplishment of those goals if you don't have initiative. Because there there there's always that, like I said, that moment in time where you have to take that action. And so, in the practical sense, you were talking about getting things done so in your mind anything you're getting done I mean that's all it takes to to have initiative right well what I mean is maybe you know starting somewhere if you're you have a specific goal to be better at fitness just get yourself to the gym and pick up a weight 
or get on the treadmill. So basically taking that first step and getting it done. It's going to help you accomplish and stay on that path, right? Right. Yeah, I think that gets in. Well, yeah, actually, let's let's go ahead and maybe pivot to that point. Like how how do people how do people take the initiative? Right. So you're saying, oh, you just you just get on the treadmill, right? You just you just you know take that next step. But again, for for those of you out there, maybe those of you who uh, tend to tend to struggle with taking the initiative, you know, you need to you need to know why you you maybe don't take the initiative. And so if we're going to use the example of maybe going going to the gym, you know, that could be something that sometimes I think some people view maybe that first step is overwhelming. Yeah, and I think you and I maybe could have find that difficult because both of us take initiative. We are take initiative type of people. So how can we really come alongside someone and help them overcome those barriers in themselves so that they can then take the first step? That's right. a great and, thing to talk about. Yeah, and, and for everybody listening, me, me and uh, Maria are both, you know, United States Marine Corps veterans. And so when we talk, right. I mean, the Marine Corps <laughs> looks for people who naturally take initiative. I mean, you know, if you even visit their website, you'll see that they, they constantly talk about, you know, they, they look for individuals who just naturally take initiative for obvious reasons, right? And right. so, um, again, for those people out there who maybe, you know, don't naturally lean that way, there, there, there are reasons. And so, again, like, the, the point is, it's overwhelming. Like, for right. a lot of people, you know, Maria and I, we, you know, we, we also like to stay, you know, physically fit and healthy. And so, Going to the gym when we talk to friends and family members, it's always like, oh man, I, I don't even know what to do. Like, right, I, you know, where to start? <laughs> I, yeah, I don't I don't know where to go. And and you know you know what we used to do or what I used to do is I'd go, hey, like you know I, I used to tell especially the guys, what's the what's the one body part like you really want to make it? You know, right. And it's usually like arms, right? And I want bigger arms. And I'd be like, hey, just go and just get some curls in. Right. Don't, don't worry about how long you stay. You know, don't worry about all the equipment, you know, just get some curls in, you know, maybe use one of the machines. And, and the reason why I'm saying that is because the point was I was trying to make it to where it wasn't overwhelming for somebody new to the gym. One, you go because there's something there that like you want to do, right? Like if I'm going to go, hey, your first day is leg day. Like nobody's <laughs> people, people hate leg day, right? And so we, what did they want to do? The idea was to break it down. And say, hey, like if, you know, if you want bigger arms, that's your goal. That's, that's the, you know, that's what you hope to achieve. Then just go in and start there. You simplify it. You take the complexity or the overwhelming part of it out. So basically you're saying motivation is something maybe that people can use to help them in taking initiative. It, it's, a, it's a very powerful tool. However, it's, it's not enough. Okay. Right. Because you could be motivated one moment and be like, oh, I'm going to do this. And then you show up to the gym, you know, on Monday and you go, hey, I did, you know, got some curls in, you know, I was feeling spunky. I got right. on the treadmill. But then what about the next, you know, the next day when you're sore? Right. And tired. <laughs> right? And that yeah. alarm goes off early again. Then it's kind of like, you know, motivation may not be there. Okay. And so, again, this is where initiative is really important because it's the power or the opportunity to act and so in this little kind of story we're going with here you have to you you have to then take that moment in time and remember why you're doing this 
Right. Right. So that that jumps us all the way like to the end and one of the takeaways of this whole podcast is like there's a purpose. There's a reason why you're doing this. Right. There's a goal. And so it's not motivation is a part of it. Right. However, you need to remember that end goal, what you hope to accomplish, and then use that to really act in that moment of time. So when that alarm goes off really early and you're really sore and tired, you need to go, no, like, hey, one of my principles is taking the initiative, right, is acting, taking the opportunity to make myself better today. And so you have to view it that way and use that to then to then reach your goals. So what would that look like in an office setting? You know, when when can you take that initiative, you know, in your workplace? That's that, that's great. So that pivots us over to like when when should we take the initiative? And then in the office, you know, area of life, it's a little different because usually when we're talking in an office environment, what we're talking about is is we're talking about like projects and you know day-to-day work and tasks and getting things done and taking initiative in in that arena looks different okay because the truth is in most office spaces no there there are not a lot of people who are raising their hands to do extra work right right? (laughs) it just doesn't really happen and so what it is though is is when you have people or who are highly aligned with their place of work they're going to want to excel and succeed and be helpful and help the company to achieve their goals. And so they'll naturally lean in and take the initiative. Meaning, to answer the question, what they'll do is, is they will volunteer right. right, to be a part of projects. Now, we're starting to kind of trickle into like the leadership part of initiative, right. which again uh, – a part of leadership, a core principle in leadership is really initiative. However, you know, having initiative in, if you're not in a leadership role or position is still crucial. But again, if, if we're going to talk about in a business setting, usually somebody who takes the initiative in a business setting, they wind up in some sort of a leadership role, you know. Right. So they'll get promoted or they'll go get put as a team lead. Exactly. They could be maybe there's a new project and it's like, okay, hey, who, you know, we need somebody to help us, you know, organize this project. And the people who lean in and go, hey, I, I can help with that. They usually end up kind of in that role, right? So it'll help you stand out at work. Uh, absolutely. Well, and again, like back to the Marine Corps example, the reason why they look for people who have initiative is because they're looking for leaders. Because again, you know, one of the Marine Corps kind of principles is is you want to you want to make sure that at every level people can, you know, take charge and do what needs to be done. And so in a business environment, it's very similar where you, you want the people who are working on projects or leaders of small teams to be able to make good decisions. Right. And so right. part of making good decisions is making sure that you're taking the initiative to collect the right information or making sure, you know, that a certain task is getting done. And so it, it's it's really important. In, in that aspect and so what about let me bring this up the negative side of taking initiative at work the, the negative side is an interesting kind of you know we were talking offline about you know about this topic and how we would address it here in the podcast for for somebody who naturally takes the initiative um it's funny because i didn't i didn't 
fully understand the negative side. You didn't even see it, right? (laughs) Okay, so she's being really honest about how this worked. I didn't even see the negative side to take an initiative. And it was funny because Maria had mentioned, like, you know, how people view individuals who take initiative. Actually, you should share some of the information on how people view that. Right. Well, again, for us, we see it as a positive. We never could see it as a negative. But thinking about it in an office setting, someone who isn't someone who takes initiative, what they could see is you're bulldozing them. Or you come and you say, I'm going to get this project done and you shine. And that other person who originally was assigned the project may think, here they come, they're taking over and they're the ones that are getting all the credit. When you're thinking, you're helping and you're getting it done because someone's waiting for it. They're going to see it as a negative. They're going to see it as you're just trying to take over and push them over and they're not going to like it. Yeah, which again was like an eye opener to me. I started like going back through my career and going, wait a minute. Did I do that? (laughs) (laughs) And so it was one of these things where I was like, wow, you know, people can view that. Because for me, especially throughout my career, you know, if, if, if there's a gap to be filled and if I have this skill set well I should take that back even sometimes when I didn't have the skill set yeah but I knew I could learn the skill set right I would stand in that gap and and that's really proven to be a successful approach in my career and so I never stopped to view how people could see that in a negative light and so one of the things I wanted to talk about and and I wasn't always good at this in regards to uh, the negative light but what what I try to do now later in my career is and, and I didn't do this because I knew the negative side of initiative, but what I've learned through other failures is I need to really make sure I'm bringing along the rest of the team. Right. And so it, early in my career, I'd take the initiative. I'd be like, we got this, you know, and I'd go charging off and, and yeah, maybe we get some things done. However, uh, you leave, you know, leave you people leave, behind. Yeah, you leave people behind. Okay, so think about the example I just shared. What could be done different? It's it's you have to bring those people along, right? And so, like I was saying, you you have to make sure they understand where you're trying to go. So if you're somebody who's going to take the initiative, you have to, you know, a lot of different, you know, people talk about it different ways. They talk about like building a bridge. They talk about you have to, you know, share. You have to make sure you share kind of where where you're trying to go in the vision. And so all of this ties back to initiative because, again, if, if you're taking this opportunity to act, people want to know, like, where it is you are taking them in the leadership role. So if you're acting and you're saying, okay, we're going to do this project, you have to communicate very clearly about what it is you are doing and what you're trying to achieve. And so I always like to talk about transparency. You need to really be transparent about the action you're taking and and make sure that everybody who's a part of the project or part of the department or team that they understand what that is and why you are taking that specific action. Okay, so basically going up to this person, 
having a conversation and saying, hey, do, would you like some help with that? I can maybe get an area off of your plate so that you can finish faster instead of just taking over and getting it done. Oh, so like in this specific scenario, right. somebody views that you're coming in and kind of bulldozing right. and you took their shine kind of thing. Oh, absolutely. I, that goes back to, I want to make this point clear. So like, when should you take the initiative? You should take the initiative when there's an opportunity. And so this answers the question that you're asking is, is you should take, take the initiative when there's an opportunity, meaning when you can help solve a problem. Now, again, maybe you are helping the problem and not necessarily leading in solving the problem, but you can help take initiative like, hey, I'll, I'll, you know, I can handle that. I got that. You know, I'll take care of this portion of the project for you or whatever. But you, you should not do that if, if somebody else already had the responsibility. Okay. You see, you see what I'm saying? Okay. So if you come in and, and maybe, you know, the boss came in and said, hey, we need to really, you know, tighten up the, I don't know, this particular client, you know, needs this sort of help. And it was already sitting on somebody else's plate, right? It was already right. their responsibility. And the, and the boss kind of mentioned like, hey, we need to do this. And if you just jump in and go, hey, I got this, I'll take care of it. That could be dangerous. That's the negative side, right? The, the maybe better approach would be to talk to the individual who has that responsibility and see what help they need and how you can jump in and help support them okay so that there's not this negative aspect and again i've 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 transitioned to that here later in my career in my early days not so much i didn't think about that you know it was about getting things done right and so making sure you know who's already responsible for it that that's that's a crucial um crucial point when when you should take the initiative let me throw something else at you what if i had this personal experience i'm sure you remember when i discussed it with you when i was working in a job i remember i was really good at my my work so what i did is i took the initiative and said i want to learn something new and so i was taught something new to do But what I was taught was actually somebody else's job. What ended up happening, to keep it short, was this other person started to purposely do less work because they knew that I was someone who would take initiative, you know, and I would catch her up and get it done faster. And I started to get frustrated, upset. Um, I was angry because they were leaving it for me on purpose because they knew I was taking initiative. So how, how do you handle that? Yeah, yeah, great, great question. I remember, <laughs> I remember, uh, I remember this. It goes back to again, when should we take initiative? Again, only when there's an opportunity and to help solve a problem when it's not somebody else's responsibility. And so the key to that, you know, hindsight now, we know this, right, is, is, because it was their responsibility, the other woman's responsibility, you know, there was a tough conversation that had to happen there, right? Okay. It, 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 you know, we could have probably approached that to where it was like, hey, you know, you know, listen, I'm, I'm more than willing to help. However, you know, I understand this is your area and this is your responsibility to get, you know, all this done. Right. And so I don't mind helping out. How, however... You know, I don't want to take anything <laughs> away from you and what's expected of you. Yeah. Right. And so there, there's some tough conversations that need to happen there. Again, a lot of people don't think about, you know, how someone can take advantage 
of right. an individual who has initiative. But for those of you out there who maybe been in this in this position or are in this position, I mean, you it, it's best to have that tough conversation because, you know, then there might be some um, uh, some negative feelings that could arise, you know, if you keep doing this. Well, and then you could probably burn out, be overwhelmed, start to not like your job where you actually kind of did it because you were taking initiative. That's a great point, actually. Yeah, if you if you keep doing somebody else's work, there, <laughs> there's going to become a point where you're not feeling really good about the whole situation either. No, that's that's a great, yeah, that's a great point. And so, yeah, making sure that you're not taking advantage of, understanding the opportunity and what problem you're trying to solve and, and understanding where the responsibility lies, that's going to help, uh, that's going to help when you are, you know, taking initiative and really utilizing this power of action in your personal or professional lives. And so let's let's start to transition then to to how somebody actually can start to take initiative for those people who maybe, you know, are a little hesitant to to take right. the initiative. Well, why don't we name some of the barriers? What are some things maybe that are Standing in the way of them yeah. taking the first step. Yeah, yeah, okay. So I think we touched on a couple of these, but let's recap them. The first, uh, I think, was there's a bit of fear, right? Yes. And fear can show up in a couple different ways. I think we kind of touched on this. So it could be tough to take action if there's fear because there may be some fear that it's overwhelming, right? We were talking about like that gym right. example. Um, complex. So if something is complex, sometimes that can create some fear. So if it's like hey, you know, there's this big problem at work or, you know, this huge project and we need somebody to, you know, take action and take the lead on this. Uh, that could be intimidating. Or maybe even like just failing. You have a fear of failing, so you don't even want to take the initiative. That's a great one. You know, I think sometimes, you know, this thought process of, well, if you if you never really get started, then you don't fail, right? right. <laughs> That's actually <laughs> so, true, though. <laughs> so some people, some people take that viewpoint, and it's like, wow, you know, you know, or or they or they push it down the road, right? Like, ah, I'll start later. Yeah, or I'll, I'll go take that that course, you know, next semester, or yeah. maybe you know, I'll, I'll try to focus on that goal, maybe you know, six months from now, or when things settle down, right? right? That's always it's not a, the right time. Yeah, it's never, <laughs> it's never the right time, right? Um, and so, yeah, those are great. So overwhelming, complex, fear of failure, fear of, you know, I guess failure, part of that is like unfinished. Yeah, exactly. What if you take the step and the project's huge? You're not sure if you're going to be able to complete it. Yeah. And so that, that could cause some, some reasons to not take action. The other one is unclear. I think that kind of lines up with complex. Right. But if it's unclear what's expected of you or what you're trying to achieve that can cause you to kind of freeze up well yeah because if you don't even know the finish line like for teachers we like to work backwards when we try to teach the kids something new or whatever it is you go what's the goal what are they learning and you work backwards so if you're trying to take initiative with something and you don't see the path and it's unclear that can be daunting and that can create doubt even though you can probably have success you, you're, you're creating doubt. Right. Yeah. And, and again, all of those things can lead to people not taking action. And so if you fall into one of those areas, right, what, 
what Maria just broke down, like that's a that's a nice practical tip on on how to get over that. And so let's just kind of you know address each one of these. Like if it's overwhelming, then again, like you need to ask like what is overwhelming about it. If if we go back to the gym example we had been talking about, you know you don't you don't know where to go, you don't right. know what to do, you don't. Well, you know one step could possibly be is is go with somebody. I used right. to go with people all the time. Yeah, I'll go with you. I'll show you a couple things, machines, whatever. Yeah. Let's go. It reduces that. That's a little bit of the reducing of the complexity. If we're talking about in a business setting and you got a really huge project and you're wondering like how am I going to deal with all this? Well. One of the things you can do is you can reduce that complexity by getting some of the, you know, SMEs, the subject matter experts, you know, and, and asking them for help and saying, hey, you know, this is pretty complex. I said I would help out on this project. I would really love it if you could explain this part to me or, you know, we, we have some meetings to yeah. talk about these things. And, and it's back to what you said. You have to break it, you know, you have to break it back down. The unfinished part, that – that one's tough because it you know depending on the work environment you're in they may see a project or a certain you know um goal that you have as not fully complete until x happens right okay but if you if if you're in the position to where you can again identify like little individual increments in which you can uh, accomplish or execute on those, then you don't necessarily have to have this fear of unfinished. You can say, hey, you know, the project didn't go all the way. However, we mobilized the team. We were able to do maybe like all the market research. We were able to identify, you know, the key things we needed to achieve. However, like we didn't right. win the... So like milestones. Yeah, we didn't... Exactly, milestones. Those of you who are from like maybe an agile you know, background, you know, this is, this is big and agile methodology where it's all about this small incremental value. And so my point is on the unfinished side, if you, if there's some failure there, identify those small little goals. Again, back to what, you know, Maria had said that, that they do for, for kids and teaching and, and even adults in teaching, make sure you, you get those small little milestones and those little pieces. And then failure, that's a tough one. Yeah. To address failure of why you're not taking the initiative, right? That's that's difficult because it's it's something that is is probably pretty deep seated. I think what I would do personally if I had to give someone advice is to have them write down why this matters to them. Why are you choosing to take initiative in this specific area whether it's your personal life or professional life? Why does it matter to you? And really recognize the importance of that situation. Maybe that'll help with the fear of failure. That's a great, great approach and great example. Because usually, again, like failure is something that can really cause people to to freeze up. Right. Right. I mean, you know, we've seen it or, you know, know, in a lot of different scenarios where that kind of fear (laughs) can cause people just to not take any sort of action. And so understanding why you should take the action that that's huge understanding that sense of purpose yep you know the reason why and then you know for for me i always i for me personally i always feel like i don't want regret yeah (laughs) you know i'm always like we're all in we're going for it i rather go out there and burn up in a blaze of fire than 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 to be sitting watching from the stands you know like I, i go for it 
I, I that's just you know and so you know I, I, I talk to a lot of um, men who are older than me we talk about you know life and, and, and I like to kind of learn from them and, and hear you know some of the wisdom they have to share and one of the things they always talk about is you know don't don't have regret, regrets because as you get older it's one of these things where you're going to start with a man you know I wish I would have done x and I wish I would have went there and I should have you know in this whole bucket list idea right no I I want to make sure my bucket is always empty like I'm, yeah <laughs> you know yeah I'm going for it. And so for me personally, I, I don't want to have regrets. And so I have a fear of inaction. Right. And so for me, I rather go for it. That's a motivator. Uh, finding those motivation aspects that you talked about earlier yeah. can really help with that failure part. But that failure is something that like a lot of you have to really dig deep as to why you're not moving. Right. It's personal for each person. Exactly. Exactly. And that, 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 that's usually good to talk that, that out. And with I think somebody. maybe talking to someone else and bringing them along and having them help, you know, with the guidance and making a plan and how to take the first step. I think that's a resource people don't use enough. Yeah, absolutely. And again, that's why, you know, that's why Path Followed is here. That's why we do these things. The, the point is like, I've made, you know, more than my fair share of mistakes in my career at, at a, at every level I've, right. I've served in and and you know I'm, I'm teaching this to my boys to my daughter you know to try to help them and you know it, to just help others because yeah. when you start to realize you know reaching out to somebody and getting that support boy it goes a long way yeah right and it's funny because that could be a point where it's hard for somebody to take that just action right taking the first step <laughs> yeah, to call taking, and reach out <laughs> exactly <laughs> Because again, you have to take that initiative and that's always the hardest part, right? So I, I hope that some of these skills or some of these kind of practical examples help some of you that are out there. But I, I want to start to recap, okay. you know, so we don't get too far into the weeds here. But we're talking about initiative, right? This power or opportunity to act. And again, you know, personally and here at Path Followed, we talk about this as a skill. It is a skill. You can learn to do this. Uh, it, it can change your future. And so there's always a starting point. Yeah. You know, in whatever profession you're in, you know, whether you're taking on just a new project, you've now been appointed the leader to a team, you know, maybe it's something on the personal side where you, you know, want to become physically fit, whatever it is, there's that starting point. And, and you have to remember why it matters, right? right? Because as we talked about, there could be some reasons why, you know, some don't take the initiative, fear, overwhelming, complex, yeah. unclear, but you need to come back to why that matters, right? And knowing why it matters, that's part of identifying your principles. Okay. Here at Path Follow, we always talk about you need to know your principles. And a principle is just a, a basic truth, right, that you live by. Right. And so it's basically what you value. And so when you can tie your actions to those things, you're always going to be in a better position to not only make action, but, but to achieve everything else you're trying to, to um, you know, obtain in your life. Right. And so you need to remember why that matters. And then the last thing, you know, Maria brought this up, you need to bring someone alongside you. Accountability. Accountability is huge. And again, back to the gym example that worked so well. Sometimes you just need somebody to go to you to the gym the first time. Right. <laughs> you know, you need to find that, you know, expert in the office and say, hey, you know, let's or set up those one-on-one -on -one meeting sessions with that SME 
and say, hey, you know, I need help in trying to identify or get this project going, you know, and, and have those meetings and, and see what comes out of that because having someone alongside is really going to help because, again, it can remove some of the fears of why you may not take action yeah. moving forward. And so the, the basic principle behind all this is, is really the people who have good jobs, the people who are proactive, the, the, the people who are helping solve problems, those are the people that others want to be around. Right. And this is probably something someone wants to do. They want to become that person. Yes. And so if you are somebody who, you know, naturally takes the initiative, be careful yeah. <laughs> of the negative side of, yeah. of naturally taking the initiative, right? Make sure there's some tact there. Um, and then if you are somebody who is trying to grow that skill, I mean, we, I, I hope we left you with some uh, practical, you know, takeaways there. Again, yeah. you have to recognize what, what's slowing you down. I right. want to emphasize that again. But, but those, are the, those are the keys to unlocking, again, a, a skill set that could really change your future. And so with that, what I'd like to do is say thank you for listening on this podcast. Uh, initiative is a, is a big driving factor, again, in your professional career. Uh, we always like to say make sure you look for us on social media. You know, reach out to us. Uh, make sure you drop us kind of a line, too, if there's something you'd like us to cover right. or, t- or talk about. And, and again, from either perspective, uh, we're trying to, from Maria or my own, we can, we can make sure we address those topics. And then um, if there's not anything else, until next time, make sure you stay on the path forward.